Okay. Uh, episode. Oh, doesn't that feel good? Yeah. Doesn't I've, that feel good? I've been waiting for that one yeah. for a little bit. Episode. I We're calling it 41, We're right? calling it 41. Um, this is the Three Beers Later podcast. Podcast where we drink beers. Michael Bruns is here with us tonight. Hey, hey guys. Welcome back. Thanks. Good to be here. Ready to drink. I can't believe this is the last time you're ever going to be on our podcast. I know. How sad is that? Yeah, that's right. Man. I know. Gotta, we, we could squeeze one more in next week, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Before the kid comes. <laughs> call, call in from like the delivery room. Yeah. There you go. Update. Um. So it's been four weeks since I've done this. Yeah, it's, you're wearing shoes this time. Thank it's you. It's been longer than four weeks since I've done this in this studio. So it does feel good to, to return here. Yes, I'm wearing shoes. It's true. I'm also wearing my 3BL shirt. Um. Oh, where'd you get that? Uh, Dribble B, bbbprinting.com. Cool. He also gives me other shirts. Cool. Uh, we have three beers tonight that we're going to be drinking. And so episode 41, 41's a prime number. Um, that means there's no rules. And we just kind of brought a whole hodgepodge of things. Yeah. So I knew that I was going to bring this one because I was in Wichita over the weekend. So I visited Central Standard Brewing, which is a very good brewery and i brought one back that everyone seemed to be drinking while i was there um and then a local one from white elm which we're going to be doing first and then something from cooperstown <clears throat> cooperstown baseball hall of fame ever been there no really no. it's awesome Have, you've been yes isn't it like really hard to get to like you, yes you pretty much have to only go there for probably the, the hall of fame and that brewery and that's about it yeah um i was a kid, but I was old enough to kind of understand what was going on. It was maybe 13 or 14 or something like that. Nice. Cool. Oh, yeah, because you're a New Yorker. I forget. Yeah, well, but, but I mean, you, we don't even go upstate that much. No, you know? but you've, you've been in New York. Wait, you're like from the city? Uh, kind of, yeah. I mean, on the New yeah. Yorkers, New Yorkers will actually call where I was born, which is White Plains, upstate, but it's like a 20-minute ride. Gotcha. <laughs> it's It's like, it's... It is technically up the state, yes. But then I think they call the rest of upstate, like what I would think of upstate, like where Syracuse is and stuff like that, or like Buffalo, they call that like way upstate mm -hmm. or far upstate. I, I can't remember. But anyway, yeah, that's where Cooperstown is too. All right, we're done. So, so how <laughs> much, how much, how long were you there though? Like in Cooperstown? No, like it, like your life in New York, like, cause I, uh, now like, that I know that you're from like of New York, it's kind of changing how I'm thinking of you. Like, right. I like I kind of don't want to piss you off now. Well, go ahead, ask as many questions as you want. I, I well, he did. Yeah. How I, long did you live there? Hey, I'm walking here. Uh, <laughs> wow, that long. Yeah. I lived there until I was like right before I went started going to school, like four or five. Oh, think, okay. Right around that uh -huh. age. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Still family out there. And then to Omaha. And then to Omaha. Directly to Omaha. So oh. you, you only ever went to Omaha school? Correct. Mm -hmm. Does that count? I, do you, do I don't you, know. Do you get to say I'm not claiming. I'm not claiming it. You do, though. I would, you, people ask me where I was born. Not tonight. Only because you said that you are of New York, and he called you a New Yorker. Like, I was... You called me of New York. I, I've, I called you a New Yorker, yeah, but whenever this first came up, it's not like I asked you where you were born, and you said New York, and ever since then, I've just, like, you, you claim to be from New York. 
Well, it's true. It's like true with an asterisk. When people ask me where, like, it, it, so if I'm in Wichita over the weekend, it's like, hey, where are you from? I say, I say I'm from Omaha. Okay. Because that's where I grew up. So I will, I'll point out, though, I say you're a New Yorker. It's not like you correct me. Well, because it's true. <laughs> also, it sounds way cooler. <laughs> but, you know, I got family out there and stuff like that. My point was, okay, you've go. been in in New York more than I have. I went once on a school trip my freshman year of high school. Yeah. That's the only time I've been in New York. I'd so, no, I true. haven't been to Cooperstown. You've had more opportunity because yeah, you're a New Yorker. But, I mean, people around here have taken the voyage out to the Baseball Hall of Fame, right? I don't think so. I, I've not been. Okay. I think you're the only one in the it's state. It's cool. It's a weird little town. Is it, is it near Niagara Falls? Yeah. I mean, oh, kind of. Yeah. In that they're both in New York? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but it, And they're both upstate. But the New York side, well, like, you don't want to, you want to go to the Canada side if you're going to go to the, the falls. falls. Yeah. Did you, did you do the boat? We the, didn't do the boat. I, I've been to Niagara Falls one time, didn't do the boat. But went in the falls, like there's like a carved out part of the falls and you can go in there and it's crazy. You stand on this deck. You guys ever see that deck commercial where it's like it's it's an ad for a deck paint and like it's like we stand this deck right underneath Niagara Falls. I've been on that deck before. Famous deck. What kind of stain is it? I don't know. It's like Thompson's water seal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's it. I think that's actually it. Thompson's deck. Oh, wow. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, I yeah. didn't know. So, yeah, that's where a little bit of where I've been in my life. That water was beating like it was off a duck's back. 24-7. <laughs> Imagine that. Johnson's water seal. How did they get in there? Okay. Um, this show is where we drink beers. We drink three to be exact. Um, the first part during the first beer, we talk about people generally. And the second beer, we talk about events. And then the third... We talk about ideas by tease in the video that Marcus still. Yeah, I've, I've almost got him posted. I don't understand how he can't tweet and talk at the same. It's it, it's simple. You press the button. I don't want to talk about it. Like he's totally tuned out for the first five minutes of the yeah. show. Five minutes. It's, I was it's talking. It's not a strong start. It's five minutes. We've been going. I'm for just trying to get you half. engaged. We've been going for six and a half, and I've been engaged. We talked about New York. You just ask me a question, then you expect me to just like talk for five minutes, which I do. Michael's here too. Yeah, me and Brunts are taking. Hold your own weight, man. Sorry. Thanks. Brunts is doing great. Yeah. You're doing bad. <laughs> You're flip flop over. Sorry. Yeah, I am doing great. <laughs> um. So the tease in the pre-video was that I've been on somewhat of a spiritual journey over the past month, and it is true. And. Are we going to hold that, or are we just going to get into it right off the bat? I think we decided that's an event, Okay. so we have a very strict well, it format. Would, it could be a, a person. I mean, it's you. You are the person. You are the person. It's your quest. Okay. One. Go. Okay, we're doing this right now? Okay. Mm -hmm. That means you have to stop drinking. Mm -hmm. I like it, though. Do you? I Actually, I don't know. Okay. It's fine. Okay. This is the uh, White Elm one, by the way. Brunt's first impression? Uh, pretty good. Yeah. It's a still life lager. I don't know if you said that. It's no. a uh, hoppy lager is how they describe it. Okay. Just can this like, I mean, it's a couple crowled. hours ago. Yeah, it's crowded. I, I would not say hoppy, but it's it's not bad. Hoppy for a lager. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. For a lager. So um, around the time where we went on our little sabbatical four weeks ago, maybe less than that now, it was probably upon my return from New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I said to you, Mark, I'm done drinking beer. Yeah. We've. <laughs> I believe the words were, I don't like beer. I don't, yeah, that was it, actually. It's, I don't like beer anymore. Wow. And because I was in New Orleans and I was drinking God knows what, not beer the entire time. And then I came back and I decided I felt terrible. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to drink not beer anymore because it takes a lot of beer to make you drunk and you get fatter also. So I was like, I'm done. No more beer. And I said, hey, I don't know if you remember, but you host a beer podcast? Yeah. And then... And you said, fuck that. No, no. And then we said, okay, next podcast we do, I'm going to come on the show and I'm going to say, guys, I quit beer. And then over this past weekend... Thank God for the sabbatical. (laughs) Over this past weekend, I've rediscovered beer again, and it is amazing. All you have to do is take like a couple weeks break... And then beer becomes awesome again. Yeah. That's my spiritual journey. But I, I, I seriously considered. I wasn't kidding. I was like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to drink beer anymore. I feel bad after I do it. Now, while you were saying that, you were also saying you've been drinking a lot of Bud Light Lime. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm yeah. curious if you just don't con- consider that beer or... Well, do you? <laughs> or... If you forgot you weren't drinking beer, or were you drinking something else? Or were you just I wasn't drinking a lot drinking? of Bud Light Lime during that time. Oh, okay. Or what were you drinking like instead? You were, yeah, what were you drinking? Like whiskey and gin. Lo- no gin. Um, basically whiskey and then like just water, I guess. Together? No. Oh. Whiskey. Milk? Like what kind of Like scotch? No, just like bourbon. Oh. And then I. Was in New Orleans and I had some hurricanes, which had God knows what in it. Well, that's fruit. It's fine. It's fruit. It's good for you. What is in there? Oh my God! What is in that drink? I'm guessing rum, because rum goes with fruit. It's possible, but blue thing. That was death. (laughs) They also have these things called uh, hand grenades in New Orleans, and it's just as bad as it sounds. It comes in a hand grenade, like cup. And it's a slushy, but it tastes like straight. It tastes like it glows. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Does it come in like a like a uh, a particular glass? It comes or, in a, a fluorescent grenade. Oh yeah. <laughs> there, there's like with the, a long straw. I mean, that's essentially what you get in Vegas, right? With like the yard glass, and they yeah, got the you know that's whatever. Pretty much it. Yeah. Do you have any Sazeracs while you were down there? No, I, I I did get on the uh uh Vocary though. Vo voc I don't know, I think that's how it's pronounced. Vocary. And also Spell it. uh well I think it's V I E U X C A R R I E. Sure. Okay. The space in the middle. Yeah. Also Pim's Cup. None of the sounds coming out of your mouth mean anything. Okay. I, They're uh, New the, Orleans. The Pims are pretty things. good. Yeah, Pims really good. Yeah, they have it at this place. Well, they have all those drinks at this place here in Lincoln, the Bourbon House, right underneath the the board in the rail yard. 
that pretty... what the place is called? Bourbon House? Bourbon House, yeah. <laughs> or Bourbon Street. Uh, I don't, I've never been there. I don't know. I know Single Barrel owns them, and they do crawfish. Uh, maybe it's Bourbon Street. I had an Abita bear, bear, beer. Abita beer. There you go. There. It's pretty authentic. Pretty solid. Except for the whole fish deal. I can't really repeat that. You know? Oh, because we're not near an ocean? Right. Or a river? Right. It's just difficult. So, so was there something that brought you back to beer this weekend that hmm. you, can't, you came back in from the wilderness? Was there a specific beer that helped you see the light? Yeah. I think it was, it was just me going to a town that I hadn't been to before. And I know it happened with New Orleans, too. But, like, you're going to drink a whole bunch. You're going to find some craft beer in New Orleans? No. Maybe. But I don't think that's kind of what it's known for. So I figured while I'm here in Wichita, I better grab some local beer, and then um, I was I drank beer the entire weekend. And I was just back, you know. It something happened to me. I'll probably have this same journey in a few weeks or months or whatever it might be. But um, it was it was a long one, and I'm glad to be here. You almost, you guys almost lost me. So you told us all about Austin. You've told us a little bit about Nolan. Mm-hmm. Which was the better bachelor party? Oh. Mm. Oh, New Orleans was a bachelor party? Yeah. Oh, geez. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody came back okay? Nobody was left behind? No. We, we we all survived. We all survived Austin, too. Which is the better bachelor party or which is the better city? Yes. Both of those questions. Okay. There, there were similar bachelor parties. Like it was, it's just drinking the whole time. Like you, you almost feel bad when you go to a place for a weekend or for days on at a time, and you just drink the whole time because you can drink here in Lincoln. Be- yeah, but you could do that here, and also you don't. Nothing is different. Yeah, you don't see anything. You know, the city has to offer. Well, I guess that's not true in either of the cases because it's the drinking is different. But, um. New Orleans is like a one-time deal, I think. You think so? One time or like very, very rare. And you got to be of a certain mindset. And yeah, it's got to be like a bachelor party or, you know, you're just going down there and you know what you're there for, you know? You could actually like live in Austin probably. Lots of people do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anybody lives in Louisiana. I don't think anybody (laughs) lives in New Orleans at all. I'm telling you, you get out of the city and it's crazy. Like the... There's, it's just a, it really is just a swamp down there. Well, because you drove from Nowlands to Houston, yeah. right? Yeah, that was an adventure. Stop by, saw LSU, Mike the Tiger. He just lives in a cage outside the stadium, which is weird. Throw him some steak. No. How nice is the cage? It's a good cage. It's a good sized cage. Uh, he's got some room to roam. Is it like, is it like a simulated habitat, or is it just like? The really sad, just kind of bars. Like when I say with like a yeah. maybe a rock and like a, a mister. When I say cage, you imagine like your dog in a kennel and like no, it's not that. Yeah, it's like a simulated habitat. Very small for a habitat, but yeah, he's got some rocks in there, maybe a little water. Shrubbery. Is it better than the tigers have at the zoo in Omaha? Hmm. I I feel like the tigers have the worst habitat at the zoo. The yes. tiger yeah, the tigers are in bad shape down there now. It'll change for them. It'll change. But I know, because they're yet. redoing that whole thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, Mike lives by himself, you know? Well, sure. Mike is in his own cage, and he's 
the weird part about it is he's like the seventh mic or like the eighth mic. Mm-hmm. So I imagine that his father slash mother lived in the cage as well. Same cage. That mic dies. He becomes new mic. Goes in the same cage. Wait till he dies. His kid goes in the cage. You know, it's like an endless cycle. How do you, how do you know that they're related though? Because I mean, it, it seemed to me it would be just like, hey, we got our hands on a tiger. We needed a new one. <laughs> hey, it's Mike Seven. You or don't like think Mike LSU nine. is breeding the tiger family? <laughs> no, I, I think it's just like, oh, the previous one died. Well, yeah, you're probably. Are right. the Georgia Bulldogs are those related? I thought they just kind of chose the new bulldog. Yeah, or You're same with. Right. Uh, I don't think that Ralphie is a, de- is a descendant of the other R- Ralphies. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're probably right. But where do you find a tiger? Do you think Mike the tiger gets to have any sex? Mm. I don't know. I I can't imagine he has that many interactions with tigers. You, you take an oath of celibacy when you become the LSU mascot. <laughs> just a, just a lot of responsibility. Tiger. <laughs> He, well, he's got a lot of responsibility. I know, I know. Can't, what if what if there's a Mike sex tape? That can't happen. <laughs> so you just like, that would look terrible. Can you just like walk up to the cage? I mean, like like it's in the middle of campus. Yeah. So like somebody walking home from the bars at two in the morning could just like <laughs> can walk the through there and just like start yelling at the tiger. Yes, absolutely. Wow. It's kind of crazy. So what I learned when I got back here, I saw it conveniently right after I got back. Is there was a video of a guy who went up to the cage and if you turn your back to the cage he'll stalk you so he'll walk he'll walk up really slow really really slow and it'll take about 30 seconds for him to get there and then he gets right up to the window and he jumps and he goes (laughs) and then and you know he gets really disappointed because he doesn't eat anybody but it's crazy yeah missed again you would think that he would learn but he'll he stalks people, wow. which is intense. I never thought LSU fans were the brightest fans. It doesn't surprise me that their mascot is also dumb. Wow, low blow. See, that's why I don't think that th- that kind of stalking behavior I don't think would would happen if it was like a descendant tiger of of like captive tigers. Knowing what I know would think about the, animal behavior. The non-captive tigers would be smarter to know that, hey, there is a window here. Is that what you're saying? No, what I'm saying is like a a, a tiger who is perhaps acquired through some means would be more likely to stalk prey and then be confused by when there's like a glass that it runs into oh. versus a mic that was perhaps born to parents in captivity. Um, yeah. In that scenario, they would just be like, oh, I'm... I'm in a cage. He knows nothing in Louisiana. but bars and windows. Yeah. Hmm. He was bred. Disappointment. So he wasn't bred to be in this cage. He was bred to be in this cage? I, th- I think that that mic perhaps was acquired by nefarious means. <laughs> wow. Never thought about it that way. You might be right, though. Tiger poachers. Then I had a po' boy. What kind? Shrimp. Was it good? And then we drove to Houston, which boy? was agonizing. What else goes on a po' boy? Like lettuce and tomato and like some sauce. And then breaded shrimp? Grilled shrimp? Yeah. I said two things. Well, it could be either. Okay. But breaded, <laughs> fried, you know. Okay. The good stuff. On like a hoagie. How would you eat a hoagie? How would you eat a po' boy? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I actually turned my wrist all the way upside down. 
I had I had a Should we get into this? Should we get into this? Yeah. I almost took a video of myself eating some good sense earlier today. Just to make my point. Fingers go on the bottom. Sports a sandwich. And then you've got your whole palm behind it, so nothing falls out the back. So just one hand. Yeah. Imagine you, you, you both you both go two handed. It's just one hand. Like imagine I'm holding this this uh tulip glass here. But instead of a tulip glass, it's a sandwich. Same form. And then you just shove it in your mouth. A circular sandwich. Okay. Because I, I think it's different. Like, like I'll eat a hot dog that way. I eat a hot dog that way. I eat a hot dog like this. So I'm I'm pinching it in between my two, my index finger and my oh, middle finger dog. and then my thumb. And then the rest of my fingers are underneath the whole thing, not doing anything at all. And that's how it goes in. Like this. With the open face of the hot dog up. Oh, what? No, that's opposite. I, I, I'm trying to figure it out. I got to test a couple things out. You're saying, you're saying like, like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think. Wait. Brunts is going over the top. No, he's going underneath. I, I actually would go over the top. Would you Ooh. with a hot dog? Because I, I would want to keep stuff from. Because I, I, you know, load that. Oh, yeah. Hot dog up. I don't think you want stuff falling off there, which I feel like would happen more if you're from the bottom. Maybe it's a, it's probably a two hand situation, with you know if yeah. you're loading it up. So if if you were eating a sandwich, you would a, a non circular sandwich. How would you eat it? Well, I, like I had a good sense sub, and it was cut in yeah, half. Yeah, so like this. No, it are was, you it was, you're still? Yeah, I got I got I got enough hand to support a long sandwich. I don't. I don't think. I don't think I eat a hot dog that way. What? You're talking about like a foot long, like like you're holding. Well, we're cutting room. it in half. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no. Weird. When when you're eating a hot dog, is your thumb on the inside or the outside? Uh, whatever this is, outside. Outside, outside yeah. 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 Okay. So that's yeah, basically my same sandwich form. I think if I'm doing hot dog, thumbs inside like this. Oh, that also seems like a lot of effort. Yeah. How is that any more wrist, going this you have wrist way? Issues like <laughs> so. If you're if your palm is facing fact, yeah. out and you're trying to eat a hot dog coming in, like it just feel like arms don't work that way. You know, I have a lot of arm. They go everywhere. What do you it, right right there? It's like it's <laughs> okay. like throwing a dart, but yeah. in reverse. Yeah. Oh yeah, I got that picture. <laughs> sure. Wait. So hamburger, you're. Like this, one hand, one hand, one hand like from behind. This. Yeah, from behind. Yeah, yeah. And with really your, just, you with your elbow out. Elbow like gotta be out. Yeah. You need a lot of room to wow. eat a hamburger. Oh, I do need a lot of room to, to eat anything. But do you lose the toppings out the front though? Because I feel like if you you don't get the balance I, I, right. I saw that that being mentioned, and I think you got to keep it kind of tilted up towards you. Okay. Like 45 degrees? Yeah. Is it uh, 30 at least? Do you okay. find it tough to dig into the hamburger? No. You know? I feel like if you're going at it like this, you're just like. Yeah, I feel like really I need more control on the front. Like, I need more, like, I, you know? No, you probably don't know. I don't know. I've never felt like I'm lacking control. Okay. Now, I will say. I, over the years, I have tried, actually made an effort to convert to a more standard method of, of eating a hamburger because it's been pointed out to me that, that you're I'm shoveling food at my face and it looks weird and normal people don't do that. 
Correct. But I think it's still my instinct, and then I have to, oh, wait, hang on. Turn that hand around. How'd you ever come across a thing like that? Yeah. It wasn't a conscious decision. I was you obviously saw it somewhere, right? I don't know. At the zoo? The monkeys were eating their apples that way? Your parents eat that way? I doubt it. I also doubt it. <laughs> I'm curious about my siblings. Yeah. How do you hold a fork? Yeah, that was a question too. Um. Yeah, like a pencil. Like a pen. It's hard because I'm using a pen. Right. Um. I don't know. I don't know. So, I think there's a lot of like like moving the fork around to different positions as I go from plate to mouth. Kind of oh, changing grips, flip, flip, flip it around, yeah. Okay, little trickery there. Twirl it. Now, I used to hold a fork like over the top. Yeah, and and just just the jam yeah. it into your yeah. food and then into your mouth, pretty much. Kind of kind of like a three year old yep. would use a fork. Yep. Now you said something interesting to me when we were talking about this earlier. You said you've recently discovered table manners. I think so. And you you. It was in the context of how you use a fork. That's good. Ooh. You've made a decision? You'll find out. Okay. Um, what it about got better. chewing your food? I, you... don't, I don't do that, really. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. I, 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 it's it's terrible. It's a, it's a terrible habit. I eat so well, fast. You, fast and, and generally with your mouth open. Oh. Did you not know? I've heard people say this to you before. Oh, really? <laughs> I can't hear them when I'm eating. Well, that's true. That's true because the mouth is open. So, what are you saying? Go ahead, uh, give I'm, it to me. I'm I'm saying you, especially like chips and things like that. Tend, oh yeah, tend to crunch. Yeah, a lot. This is um, like it's not involuntary. You know, mm-hmm. like I can choose when I can be uh, respectful. In eating set eggs. You think so? I think so. You think so? Yes. Hmm. I do. Hmm. I mean, I've been with you in, in eating settings, you know? But I'm with you. Me and you. Yeah, but other people. I think I do fine. Nobody has ever said anything to me. I'm sure they haven't. <laughs> I'm sure they haven't. Second beer? Sure. <laughs> Can we talk about how you drink? Is that... I'm just kidding. You drink fine. Uh, no, I know. I know. I'm an animal. Oh, but you're getting that fork technique down. So Yeah, I just figured that one out about two weeks ago. Really? No, not really. This has been a revelatory last month or so for you. I've lived it. <laughs> Quite the spiritual journey. Brown State's more. So... you. When you say you discovered table manners, is that a real thing? Like, did somebody say something to you? Or did you look around and go, oh. No, yeah. I looked around, and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Fuck, like, I'm an animal. Like, why are you holding your fork that way? And then I looked at it as like, you know what? That looks a lot easier. That looks better. And I went with the common way that people use forks nowadays. <laughs> Grunts, how do you eat? Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to take a closer look at it now after <laughs> yeah, this conversation, but <laughs> runs a short again. I, I just kind of s- scoop, I guess. <laughs> Is that appropriate? 
Yeah, scoop. Yeah, that yeah. I like spill all over myself. Like you're pretty much guaranteed to have to like change clothing at some point during a meal because I've just like everywhere. But I do the same thing. Yeah. But that's mostly because of the the pace at which it's going down. <laughs> like no regard for anything basically around me or on me. You're over there dunking all your food in water so it goes down smoother. Although <laughs> basically, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although I'm, I'm conscious about spilling on myself, like stuff that'll leave, like not crumbs, yep. you know, that I could just sh- shove off. Like if I'm eating a soup or drinking wine or something like that, like I'm very conscious of. I feel like I'm a really bad soup eater. Is your whole is your whole head over the bowl? Like, are you reaching? Are you reaching over? And putting your face I don't, right next to the I don't bowl, think I'm, so that I'm good enough to not the distance do that, you between know? where it comes on the spoon and into your mouth is as short as yeah, possible. I, I don't have a steady enough hand to get liquid in a little tiny cup. That's a tough game. Yeah. Avoid soup in public settings. Yeah. Do you do you go? No, but I I, I do try and do that thing. You know, you're supposed to like scoop the the soup away from you, and then. Oh, and really? Towards, yeah, and and with the side of your spoon. That's new. I learned that in, I'm pretty sure, high school home ec or something like okay. that. Yeah, I'd, I'd just like dump that all over somebody if I did it that <laughs> way. Well, it, the, the nice thing about it is then you're bringing it back to you over the bowl. You have to go further, but half that distance is over the bowl. So there's that. That's true. Oh, the phone's ringing. That's, that's probably not good. That probably means our security thing is going off. Let me check on that. Okay, you do that thing. Uh, we're going to start drinking beer, too. I like this a lot. It's good beer. Yeah. This is from Amagang in Cooperstown. There's Baseball Hall of Fame there. Mm-hmm. It's the Queen of the Seven Kingdoms, which I'm just going to guess is like a Game of Thrones reference. Uh, you Game of Thrones guy? Uh, No. Really? No. What something, am I missing? Something about the glasses. Just I assumed you were. <laughs> uh, you know, I just actually... W- Finished it a couple days ago for the second time. Mm-hmm. Not finished because we haven't had season eight or whatever we're on yet. Are we good? Yeah, we're good. It is nonsense. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm glad you shut the door so we can't hear it next time. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's good. It's good. It's uh, you, you got to be able to sit down and enjoy yourself some fantasy, I suppose. What are you talking about? Game of Thrones. Oh, because no. of our no, because of the Queen of the Seven Kingdoms beer. Oh, is that a reference? I am assuming. Because hmm. you're uh, a Game of Thrones guy. No. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. So we're the only, like this is, this is the most lucky pairing of three people on the entire planet. No, I watch. Oh, you've watched yeah. okay twice. Wow. Oh, it is. A, it is a Game of Thrones beer. A sour blonde ale blend from their Royal Reserve collection, which is yeah, paired with uh, Game of Thrones. What's a show that you haven't watched that everyone else has watched, and you get made fun of for it? A show? I've never seen Breaking Bad. Uh, Whoa, that's, bad. that's a big one. That's bad, yeah, yeah. I was I was on that train for a long time, but then I did. And it, it's good. Uh, Mine would be Game of Thrones. Also, runner-up probably is The Wire. Oh, I haven't seen The Wire. Everyone always talks about The Wire, and I feel like I'm really missing out. Really? Yeah. You, sh- you should probably watch 
one of the greatest TV shows ever. I don't created. even know. I don't even know what it is, honestly. Like the concept behind it, I have no clue. Would you like to explain the wire? Well, it's basically set in Baltimore. Um, cops, drugs, that kind of a thing. I mean, I, I don't know. It's just really well written. And yeah, it's it's. I mean, that description just makes me think every generic cop but, drama. But it's not. I, it, mm. It's been a few years since I've seen it. I probably need to go back and watch it again. But it's uh, it's well worth it. I think. Movie. Ooh, there's a lot of movies I haven't seen. I mean, and this can lead into your uh, your podcast journey yeah. there, Connor. Uh, yeah. But they were going through uh, Denzel Washington movies, and I haven't seen hardly any of them. I, I haven't either, and I'm not a huge movie guy, but I have, you know, I've seen the big ones, I'd like to think. Training Day. I saw it once. Yeah. What did you think of Training Day? I don't know. I was in high school. I thought, why are they why are there drugs and sex and things? That's bad. You can't do those things. Okay, you need to watch it again. <laughs> you need to watch it again. That's an epic Denzel movie. Here, I'll, g- I'll give one to you. And this is shocking. Okay. I don't know that I've ever admitted to, to this. You're doing all sorts of In admissions. front of a microphone. I like confession episode. Confession episode. I have never seen Shawshank Redemption. Oh, I haven't either. I have. <laughs> I, had I, had, I had to think about it for a second. I didn't think there was one other person in the world who had seen that I've movie. never seen it. But I I think 80% of the movies you name, I'm going to go, oh, I haven't seen it. So that. everyone always goes, you know in Shawshank when the guy does And I'm like, yeah. That's what I've been saying. That's what I've been you saying. By say yeah? Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Of course. I'm not an idiot. I've Morgan seen Shawshank before. Right? <laughs> yeah, he's great in that. Brunts? Uh, I haven't. You've seen them all. No, I I don't watch a lot of movies. Really? No. Hmm, something about your glasses made me think other. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! It's a callback to a, an insult from earlier, but you weren't here for that. Oh, okay. yeah, gotcha. <laughs> Castaway. Yes. Basically, like there, there's probably movies from about 2006 until. 2012 there, there was like a six-year stretch in there where i'm probably you know completely in the weeds on movies a little bit of a hole there all right i just pulled up uh best movies of all time on ranker.com uh godfather yes yeah okay shawshank number two no no mm-hmm. pulp fiction yep yeah star wars no none of them yeah. none of them i've only seen the originals yeah. i've never seen go. i've never seen any of the uh all three of the originals? Yeah. Or, okay. None of the remakes. Okay. Or, or not remakes, but new ones. So how does that work? People, the Star Wars people always tell me that the, what is it? So fourth, fifth, and sixth movies uh-huh. are actually the best ones? Yeah, those are the original three. Okay. And then they went back and made one, two, and three? Uh-huh. And those are, sh- are shit, apparently. I th- I haven't seen those. I've and, seen four, five, six. And now they're going back and doing what? I think seven is... There are seven, eight, nine is the series they're working on now. They've done seven and eight. There's never going to be a point where they're just going to be like, "Yeah, we're good. We're we're not going to stop. We're, we're going to stop." Like right? No, I mean Disney bought the the series, so they're just going to keep churning them out. Okay, much like they're doing with Marvel. Yeah, everyone's so, going to see. And then not on top of the in sequence ones, they're also doing these little Star Wars story movies. So that's what Solo was. That's what Rogue uh, One was. It's just little standalone movies. I haven't seen a lot of the Marvel movies either. Really? No. I've seen almost all of them. Yeah, same. New Ant-Man just Ooh. came out. Have you seen Go it? ahead, keep going. Have you seen Ant-Man? And Not Wasp? the new Ant-Man. Yeah. Okay. No. 
Uh, Forrest Gump. Yep. Yep. Dark Knight. Yep. Mm-hmm. Goodfellas. No. No. It's on like every night on AMC. <laughs> on AMC. Really? Yeah. I watch it probably once a week. Sounds so. like a Ray. Is it a Ray Liotta movie? It is. Okay. <laughs> That's who you choose from that cast. <laughs> Ray, Ray Liotta is it is every mobster. Yeah. Who else is Ray Liotta? It's just Ray Liotta. I mean, De Niro was okay. Yeah, in he's that. in there. Yeah. Pacino, is he, is he in? I no. don't know. <laughs> okay. He's not. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. Don't, well, Joe I'm Pesci sorry, is. I clicked on Joe Pesci. On Joe Pesci. Nah, that's man. Okay. Uh, Schindler's List. No. I don't think I've seen it. Wow, no. me either. That, that seems like one that I. I feel like I need to have seen, but I never want to sit down and watch it. Yeah. Never. Uh, Matrix. Yeah. Yeah. Long time ago. Fight Club. Yep. Mm-hmm. Indiana Jones. I don't know that I've seen all of the Indiana Jones movies. Like the Harrison Ford Indiana Jones? Is Harrison Ford Indiana Jones? Yeah. Yeah. I think I've seen that. What? Like the, is it just one movie? Well, no, there's like four or five of them. I think I've like seen that. one of them. Yeah. I saw the three and then. Recently, they did a new one with Nazis and aliens or something. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. Uh, Saving Private Ryan? Yeah. No. No. Silence of the Lambs? Hmm. No. Yes. Yes. I don't think so. I know the one scene, and that's all I know about Silence of the Lambs. Like, give me two more. Two more movies? movies? Yeah. Uh, Lord of the Rings? No. Mm-mm. I haven't either. Really? No. Wow. Glasses uh, again, I know, but. <laughs> uh, Casablanca. No. Nope. Okay. So we're on the same plane-ish. Yeah. We are average yeah, movie watchers. Very average. <laughs> probably below average. So I started listening to this podcast, and it's, it's on The Ringer, and it's Bill Simmons and a bunch of his cronies and it's called the rewatchables and they basically go through movies, what they, what they deem as really good movies or they're off some sort of list or something like that. And it's really, really good. But the way they talk about movies, like they sometimes make me feel so dumb because they know like all of the history of every individual actor who's in like, like, so I was mostly recently, most recently listening to the one about training day and um, Jake in the movie is played by Ethan Hawke. And I couldn't remember for the longest time what that actor's name is. It's Ethan Hawke. And they're, they were talking about Ethan Hawke and I was like, Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. That guy. And I like, you have to do that a bunch of times in your head. They know all the names, like these extra characters, like they make you feel really dumb about that stuff. With that being said, it's very enjoyable. It's my first favorite podcast. Second one is this. Have you listened to more of that one or this one? Oh, more of that one by far. <laughs> and more of that one this weekend. I listened to like seven episodes while driving in the Nebraska, Missouri, Kansas area. What what percentage of your own podcasts have you listened to? I listened to the David Wallace interview. <laughs> I listened to one full episode. Maybe a couple things where I was trying to find something that we said probably totals up to be five episodes yeah that's more than i would have guessed yeah so mark could be just like not even posting these online (laughs) and you wouldn't you would hardly know no clue yeah 
I would I would probably be there would be some sort of alarm that would come up to be like why am I not getting weird Twitter notifications? This is just one big elaborate like. <laughs> I just wanted ruse. free beer. Yeah, just and it worked. Somebody to hang out with on Wednesday nights. And <laughs> they even made you that T-shirt as part of the thing too. That would really be something. <laughs> some people go to church. It's just like here, you know? it's like one big beer Truman show. It's like a Truman show. <laughs> Are you Truman showing me? Have you ever wondered if you're being Truman showed? I have. I thought that a lot growing up. I was I was pretty convinced, but I was pretty self-centered. So, have you ever questioned the nature of your reality? It sounds like a movie quote. What about that one, Westworld? Oh, not a uh, yeah. You're out on Westworld. I don't know. I tried. I think I made it through an episode. Bruns hasn't seen it at all. Yeah, I got nothing. He's kind of looking at you like he's never heard of it. Yeah, what, what, sell me on it because everybody tells me I, that that's the one I get made fun of more recently. Yeah, they kind of season two kind of lost me a little bit, but um, it's okay. How do I explain this? It is basically you go to this, not you personally, a person, but a there is a place where people can go where. Everybody knows your name. Everybody go. <laughs> you, you walk inside and it's like, you know, a Western world. So there's cowboys and horses and stuff like that and saloons. Westworld. And there's people in there, but they're actually robots, but they look like people. You can interact with them. They have like backstories. You can kill them. You can have sex with them. You can drink with them. Whatever you're kind of looking for as a human being you can do in this world that is fake. Okay. And then the robots have an uprising. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Saw that coming. Yeah. And that's Westworld. Gotcha. It's pretty good. Ed Harris is in it. Who? Ed Harris. He's in Truman Show. He's actually the god in Truman Show. You know? The guy who presses the buttons. Oh. Nope, can't picture him. He's in Apollo 13. Yeah. He's the never the, seen it. The director. Yep. He's the guy who presses the buttons a lot. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a type. I push the buttons. Does he push the buttons in Westworld? He does not push the but he thinks he pushes the buttons in Westworld. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, how about okay, that? Okay. You know what I mean? Westworld yeah. fans out there. <laughs> Wink. But yep. for a while, he pushed the buttons in Westworld. I don't think he ever pushed the buttons in Westworld. No. Then why did he think he well, did? Well, no, he did. He he kind of pushed the buttons in I Westworld. Mean, how stupid is he? It's it, there's a lot there, man. There's there's a lot. Um, is it HBO? What's it on? It's HBO. Hmm. I also recently started watching. Sorry, you had a thought. Are we to a point where you have to have every subscription service? I'm so out on Hulu. I think Hulu's bullshit because we can discuss that. Do you you have HBO? Obviously, yeah. You have Showtime. I don't. Th does that come with it? Does is HBO and what? Showtime not the same? They're not. No, but oh, there's, lots of, there's lots of there's lots of shows on Showtime. I think that's one. I know there's good content there, but I don't think anybody watches it. I don't have that. I guess I think Boardwalk Empire was a Showtime show, maybe. Mm. I know mm. people I've heard of that. Yeah. People watched it. Yeah, that one guy was in it. I didn't watch it. Ed Harris? No. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe. I don't know. 
Um, everybody has to have Netflix, right? But you got to have Netflix for mm-hmm. sure. Um, and Hulu, you're, you're not a cord cutter. Hulu's great for cord cutters. Why? Because it aggregates all my all the shows into one place. I still I still love the live factor. I I'm so out on live TV. I still love it. I was I I think it was when we were in Carney and I had an actual live TV in a room with me and I turned it on and it was 8:45. I said, "Oh, all the shows are in the middle of the show? What the hell?" Yeah, I want to start at the beginning of the show well, when I want the beginning of the show. That's a different scenario, but sometimes you got to like plan out. It's like you know, this show's on at eight o'clock tonight, and I got to be in front of my TV at eight o'clock. Otherwise, I'm gonna miss it. Yeah, no, no, that okay does not appeal to me in I, any way. I think there's it means there's, I have to wait an extra twelve hours before I can watch it, but that seems worth it. There's a thrill there. Like you, you'll come in. And, well, not anymore. You won't. But you used to come into the office on a monday and say oh last man last night was great i go oh no last man comes out on monday Connor. <laughs> but it actually came Silly. out on sunday yeah because speaking of last man mel rodriguez acknowledged us so thanks mel rodriguez he doesn't seem very interested in coming he on podcast not. no our ability to get but he didn't block us and that makes me happy is that still your guys's target are you still working on him yeah yeah he has Kinda. more he has more time now right that's true. That's true. Mel, you can't be doing much. He's not listening. Mel, he was just nominated for some Latino man really? award. Nice. For being in Overboard, I think. Sounds like a movie. Yeah, I think so. A remake of a Goldie Hawn movie. Our ability to get Chris Pratt's wife second rate celebrities on the show. Has been mostly terrible, like almost <laughs> exclusively terrible. Yeah, yeah. Andy Buckley will do anything. I know. That was just lucky because he was our guy right from the very start, and we didn't even know how number one accessible he is, and number two how willing to talk he is. And we just hit the jackpot. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that about him. And now he's accessibility on- seemed like a possibility. Yeah, but. Just the fact that he will just talk forever. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. I listened to the Barstool one, and, and he was on it. And they, you know, they would he they did exactly what we did. We just said one thing, and then he would answer the question, and then he'd it'd be like, uh, yeah, uh, and then he'd just talk about Keep something talking. else. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like the vocal fillers because I still want to talk. Yeah. But I don't have anything to talk about. Don't interrupt me because uh, this is gonna go somewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, because that's as an interviewer, that's what you look for are those pauses to know, okay, they're done. Mm-hmm. So he takes out those pauses. Mm-mm, don't exist. Don't, you don't get the opportunity. Nope. You guys also were lucky to catch him in the middle of a World Series game, too. <laughs> yeah. Where I feel very fortunate. Didn't about he that. at one point say that Fernando Valenzuela was that's pitching? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I never did fact check that. So, no, he wasn't. I, no, he was no? not. Okay. okay. That night. Thanks. He pitched. I've been four. telling people. <laughs> Um, and he was definitely drunk, drink eating cereal out of a mug. I believe that was it. He wasn't drunk. He doesn't drink. He was drunk. We've had a lot of people turn us down on this podcast because they don't drink. And I would just like to say... Really? Lower level celebrities. This is what they say anyway, which seems like, oh, I'm not dating anyone right now. I just got out of a relationship. 
that sort of excuse. Yeah. I can't go on a beer podcast. No, I don't drink. So give me some examples. Well, I think Mel Rodriguez was one. He says, oh, I don't drink beer. But, but they wouldn't be like in studio. <laughs> no. So I know. And we'll talk about other things. <laughs> Mel, you don't have we're, to drink. We're going to drink. Yeah. There was, um, I just I just found this out listening to Friends of 3BL podcast. Which, by the way, real fast, thank you to yeah. Jane and Fresh and Doug for holding down the fort for us. Way to go. This is not episode 42. It's only episode 41 because they're going to be doing more of those. So uh, look look out for Dane beer shares down in the horror basement. Uh, Can't wait. But they were talking about a wrestler who I think it was Fresh or I think Fresh invited and said, oh, no, I'm a recovering alcoholic. I probably shouldn't come on a beer podcast. And again, that's awkward. You don't have to drink. We'll drink. I spilled everywhere. I know. It was hard. It's like watching a monkey with a fork. It was hard to pour. Only it's a man with a crowler. I opened oh. I opened another beer over here, by the way, because I, I wanted to do a side-by-side of this Fernson farmhouse with that Amagang sour blonde or whatever they were. Mm-hmm. And the Amagang was better. So. That, was a, that was a very enjoyable beer. Yeah, that one was really good. Yeah, I like that one. It reminded me, we'll get into the beer ratings later, but it reminded me a lot of White Elm's Saison, I thought. And that's why I kind of wanted to do this this side-by-side t- tasting. But the Ferguson Farmhouse doesn't have any of that tartness to it like White Elms does. Okay, yeah. thanks for listening. Hey! Were we talking about anything in particular? No. But oh, you were, you were going to talk about Succession. Yeah. I've been watching this show called Succession. Succession? Uh, I don't think that I've seen the most recent episode. Not Succession. They're not seceding. That's true. That's Confederacy. Um, it's Succession. There you go. Bunch of actors that I'd never really seen or heard of. I just saw it on the previews for Westworld. I decided that it was a pretty good concept for a show. On, the only guy that you would know in it is the old-ass guy. Ed and Harris. he was like, no, not Ed Harris. He's the guy in... He's the... Okay, here's a, here's an obscure reference. Well, there's two references that I can remember. No, number one, I'll bring this up and I'll you say if you know him or not. He is the dad of Dennis Quaid in The Rookie. <laughs> Got can't, it? Can't, uh, Anybody? That's an obscure reference. I yeah. I've not seen the movie, so I He's the oh. old ass man yeah. and um, he's, you know, he's kind of grouchy. And yeah, that, I know I know the man. I can't picture the man. Okay. Uh he is character. also the chief or like the 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 older cop in Super Troopers. Oh, um I don't think he has a name. This this guy. You got him? I think so. Are we IMDb? That so? guy. That's him. Yeah. What's his name? He looks like he's, uh, it's Brian Cox. Brian Cox. <laughs> he's wearing an ascot in this yeah, picture. Yeah, that's, that's not how I picture him. No. A lot of hard living with an ascot. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's in this movie, and he is basically an old grouchy guy who Cox doesn't want to give up his job. <laughs> this Wikipedia is great. So, (laughs) 
he's the Scottish actor who works with the Royal Shakespeare Company, where he gained recognition for his portrayal of King Lear. Wow. Cox, Cox is also known for appearing in Super Troopers. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was also the uh, the kind of like seedy guy in uh, the Bourne movies, if you remember that. Ooh, I only saw Bourne, the, he's the identity. Supremacy, identity, one, I saw one of them. Monarchy. He's the one that like kills himself in the hotel room when he okay. gets found out. Yeah, yeah, that guy. I he, love that guy. Who apparently was King Lear and also the <laughs> Super Troopers guy. And the old guy <laughs> in Secession. And the dad of Dennis Quaid. And the rookie. Dennis Quaid's dad. The rookie is pretty solid. Tearjerker gets me every time. Really? Yeah. Dennis Quaid did it right. He did great. They had uh, Rookie of the Year. The 25-year anniversary was this week <gasps> of uh, of that. Rowan Gardner? Gardner right. Hosea? So you seen that? You seen yes. that? Yes. Okay. Uh, rookie of the Year or Little Big League? Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year. Little Big League is the one where he's the manager, right? He He's the or owner. The owner. And then the he owner of the manager of the Twins. Yeah, I appreciated that. It was like very, you know, they, they actually use like the Metrodome and stuff like that. Yeah, Ken Griffey's in it. Yeah. They, they've got like real players. I think. Uh, junior. I, I think I'd have to go with Rookie of the Year because yeah. you have Chet Stedman. Yeah. Slash Gary Busey and uh, Daniel Stern's character, Rosenbagger. Yeah. Um, Brigma. It's a coin flip for me. I just don't feel like Little Big League gets enough due. I, I okay, I'm it's, with you I, there. We we watch. I can't it. put it up against Rookie of the Year, but really, it, yeah, or Sandlot on the list. Uh, I would give it a different category altogether. Yeah, like Sandlot. It's the same. Like Rookie of the Year seems more niche. You know. You think so? It seems more. Like everybody loves Sandlot. They all came out right around the same time, going after the same audience. Like, you're probably going to watch Sandlot no matter what, but you're not going to watch Rookie of the Year unless you like baseball. Like, you, you would see Sandlot, like, played in a park or something like that in June somewhere. Right. Versus Rookie of the Year, which is like, it might be on at, like, 3 in the morning on TNT or something and probably be watching it. See, but now I think you guys aren't giving Rookie of the Year I w- I would much rather watch Rookie of the Year. I'll say that, and that most of that is because I've seen Sandlot enough. Like I'm good. It was, it's great, but I'm, I'm, you know, I've seen it enough. There needs to be more baseball in Sandlot. I'm with you there. I also think the pitcher doesn't get enough credit. Oh yeah, Nunez. Is that his name? He was filthy. Monarchs fan. Mm-hmm. All right, the third beer. Three. Uh, this is from Wichita. It's Central Standard Brewing's Ping Pong Yard Games. If you are at this place, which is actually a pretty cool place, Brent's has been there. Yes, it is. Whoa. Like I realized that. Thanks tonight. for the invite, guys. <laughs> kind of like a small warehouse thing, but it has a massive garage door and it has a you know a a good sized patio. But if you walk around this place, and which I went there a couple times over the weekend, actually. And if you walk around there, everybody in their glasses has this beer. This was clearly their most popular beer. And it's a, it is described as a fruited Goza. It reminds me a lot of the 
the mimosa goes as the boiler here in town does. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is not a, a slight in any way because those are fantastic and this one's really good too. I forgot that you poured a new beer the first time I took a drink. Yeah, because it doesn't it taste ca- like beer. It caught me by surprise. Yeah. It's different. That's yeah. for sure. It kind of erases the beer taste from your mouth. Yeah. Yeah, that it does. So um, it's a little orange juicy. Very orange juicy. With some pineapple in there. Yeah. Maybe too orange juicy. You think so? Maybe. It's, it, it's it close. A great brunch beer. Yeah. Brunch, not brunts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a good brunch beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I thought since that's what everyone was having at the brewery. Yeah. Figured I'd go for it. I just recently discovered that I tried the nation's best IPA when I was in uh, Portland, according to a list I saw on the internet that just came out. They ranked something like 350 different IPAs that they got from across the country, and at number one was Great Notion Brewing out of Portland, their ripe IPA. And I went back and untapped, and I see, yes, I did drink that, and I thought, good, not great. Oh, good, not great. Hmm. It was. It was good. It was good. I have. I have no complaints about it. And that's kind of what they said. Was it was one that was very what you would want an IPA to be, and it was very re-drinkable. But what I want from a beer, I think, is something that stands out about it, a definable quality that makes it stand out from other beers. That's what I'm looking for from a great beer. That's what the modern day beer drinker wants. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I think we've gone from there was like a there was a crazy IPA phase like everyone was making either like the danky the dankest or mm. like the hoppiest or whatever they could mm-hmm. find ist IPA and I think we've kind of turned the corner on that a little bit and now we've gone to like the fruity like juicy juicy hazy. yeah that's the, the New England IPA yeah. is like all the rage now huge yeah it's huge and that's what everyone's that, doing a hazy IPA. Yeah. That's what this great notion place just opened in 2016 and they do new England IPAs and sours. That's, that's what they do. And they throw in some stouts every now and then, but, but I got asked if I, if I brought back crowlers of this nation's best IPA, I didn't because they only can in crowlers every day, one beer. They pick a tap, and okay. that's the one they do that day. And then when they're like gone, that. they're gone. That's cool. And they, they figure they want to have enough in the tap room for people that come to the tap room, and they don't want to run out. I don't like that. No. Well, I wanted to take some home. Well, you were there for three days. I went two of the days. I wa- I got a crowler to take to my dad to say thanks for watching my dog, mm-hmm. which I thought was a better IPA. It was Mandela with Nelson, and they had some New Zealand New Zealand hops in there or something. I thought that one was better than the ripe. Interesting. And then they had a vanilla latte IPA the first time I went in there, actually. And that one was one of the worst beers I've ever had, and I poured it down the drain. Oh, my gosh. It was really, really bad. So you just got Hmm. unlucky. I think so, yeah. What was the best beer you had out there? The best beer I had? Um... That that Mandela one that I brought home, I actually didn't even have it out there, but it was it was up there. The biggest surprise to me was actually not even a Portland beer. It was a California cider out of Ace Ciders, uh, which is I, 
from what I could tell, kind of the Sam Adams of the cider world. It's a, a big nationwide cider company, but they're family owned, still independently owned out of California. They have a pineapple cider, and it's by far the best cider I've ever had. They use champagne yeasts okay. to make their cider, so it's got the tiny little bubbles constantly going up your glass as it's sitting there on your table, and it was incredible. We That's what we brought back more than anything was six packs of this pineapple cider. Uh, the Portland beer scene, I thought, was kind of disappointing, <gasps> and I think it was a little overhyped in my mind. I'm sure it was. Well, my expectations didn't meet what it was. But what I saw was a lot of breweries, many, many breweries, doing very basic beers and just kind of existing to exist without being pushed to make great beers. I thought the Lincoln beer scene was miles ahead of the Portland beer scene from what I experienced. Wow. Big statement. Yeah. I've never been to Portland. Well, Michael has. I have. That's a... that's a that's a big statement. I stand by it. Yeah, I could see. It. I mean, it's what I see from Lincoln I, is is each um, each brewery not only competing against each other, but kind of collaboratively working to make all all the boats in the harbor yeah. rise together. You see, know, but here's the issue: doesn't at at some point that becomes a problem, and then all the breweries are the same. Do you see that happening here? I think, yeah. I think we're kind of at the start of that. In what way? I think a lot of the breweries are doing like s- similar stuff. Like everyone has to have a certain type, you know? I would say that, that locally there's a small handful of breweries that I would say are doing impressive things and, and like really pushing themselves. And it's pretty obvious who those you can name names. breweries are. But like... I, I think that uh, Portland's tough because, I mean, it, you literally go, I mean, not literally, it's a stupid thing to say, but <laughs> you go a few blocks and there's a brewery and then there's a yeah, brewery right. down the street from there. I mean, that there's just a lot. It, it, I think it's tough to stand out there is the thing. Hmm. And Well, and so for that reason, I didn't feel like from what I saw, it didn't look like they were trying to. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like they've they've almost just kind of resigned to we're just going to be another brewery on the corner, and we'll we'll make beer and people will come. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, at the same time, I mean, a, a brewery just on the corner in Portland still is making pretty darn good beer. Like that's for there, some. There was for, nothing ba- with the exception of that vanilla latte IPA. Yeah, that, that doesn't sound from, very good at all. <laughs> from a very well respected brewery, but they admittedly it was from some sort of experimental series. That one didn't work. Mm-hmm. Um. There wasn't anything bad. I don't have any complaints about any of the beers I had. There just also wasn't anything that I thought, yeah, I need to take that home. Right. I can see that. How many did you go to? Um, uh, Four or five, probably. Had flights everywhere I went. And there are... The worst one I had, the worst... Oh, I think there's 65 in Portland or something like that. Yeah. Wow. Um, The worst one I had was actually Deschutes. They have, they've got a brew pub in downtown Portland there. They're actually out of Bend, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought that that was by far the worst beer I had there. Hmm. And I, I, I specifically tried to get things that I hadn't had before that they were, they, they brew at this brew pub. Those things that they only made for that location, they weren't good. Interesting. Uh, Portland is 
is an interesting place. Downtown. I mentioned downtown. Downtown was was not a fun experience. I didn't enjoy that at all. Um, smelled really bad. Is it is it lively? We went in the are middle. The, are we, there people? We went in the middle of the day. There were lots of people, lots of tourists where we were at anyway. Uh, and we tried to kind of get off the beaten path. And the problem I had was you get off the beaten path and it, it, it kind of gets into bad areas really quickly. Mm-hmm. But you got, you got to go through some of those areas to get to the next destination. And we tried to just go into Voodoo Donuts, you know, popular donut place. And you, you got to walk through some some iffy neighborhoods to get there. Or we tried to go down and close to there is the river. The river is kind of a scary place to go. I, mean, I thought it'd be this nice pristine sort of well-kempt area it's not it's not lots of people yelling at each other on their bikes i don't know people in oregon lots just of bikes just really mean to each other or? well I, th- that, I, th- I think that's kind of like a pretty large area for like homelessness yeah. too in the yeah, city yes. yeah. yeah down by voodoo now that said that said the rest of the city and we we tried to kind of explore different pockets of the city and that's one thing i loved about portland is they've got all these just little pockets little um shopping centers or, or just like there'll be a, a 10 block area that you can just explore with different shops and restaurants and breweries and bars and things like that all those areas i thought were great a lot of fun so all-encompassing portland is a what out of 10 Ooh, um we not only experienced portland but we went we went to the coast we went down to the state park down south did some hiking uh, I, I don't know. I loved it. I thought it was eight out of 10. I thought it was great. That's Portland, the city, or that's just, that's the, the trip. trip, the trip. Okay. What about Portland, the city? <sighs> I need to experience more of it. There's so much to do. And we were only really in the city for two and a half days. What's the best city you've been to? I am a big fan of Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Loved that. I loved the fact that in Minneapolis, I parked my car and didn't see it for another week. Literally did not touch my car for the entire week. Love that. That um, And w- we didn't even attempt that in Portland. It didn't seem as easy as Minneapolis did. You, lots of different train lines and buses. and yeah. We just didn't, didn't even try. Cities that have, like, people walking around. Yeah. You know? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, you feel like you could walk in the city. Like, that's kind of my alley we right were there. we were in the alberta arts district um which is a artsy part of portland for what that's if you can kind of imagine that Hipsters. and on the last thursday they do an arts festival so we're walking around there and that was an experience lots of um well, hipsters hippie type of peoples lots of hippie Oh, it's a unshowered. Oh, that's hippie. Uh, mm-hmm. Body hair <laughs> on everybody. Nice. Not a lot of bras. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the art was great. A lot of dancing, music, food. Cool. Some good people watching. So Portland's up. There. Bad for the nose. Good for the eyes. Portland's up there then. Yeah. I, it's it's very different. Did you go based off of Brunt's wreck? It's part of it. It's part of it. My I, feel, wife. I, I feel like I led you astray because you only gave it an eight out of ten. Did I did I ruin your vacation, Mark? <laughs> Look, San Diego or New Orleans would have been a lot better. I'm just gonna say that. Oh, so you would have hated <laughs> New Orleans. I don't think you would have liked. You New don't Orleans. think so? I don't think you would have liked it. Why? 
Um, I don't think my wife would have liked New Orleans. No. My wife was big on Portland. That That's the main reason we went. Yeah. No offense, Michael. Did you have but, Did you have FOMO that you didn't go to San Diego? Because you were like... San Diego would have been good. You were guns blazing on San Diego, yeah. and then all of a sudden you're like, hey, we're going to Portland. <laughs> I need ideas. And then I was like, probably just sending you way too many. <laughs> that were um, eight out of ten. No, I, I ignored all this. So... Good. <laughs> um, Except for the body hair <laughs> exhibit <laughs> i fit in well i have i have plenty of body hair. i think i bolded that too <laughs> no bras and body hair check, all right check out everybody's underwear yeah. they're all hairy yeah <laughs> um i don't know San, San diego actually doesn't appeal to me a whole lot oh, the weather yeah the weather was great in in oregon you know yeah I don't. I don't think it got above seventy-two the entire time we were there. That's it nice. was fifties on the coast. I was wearing a windbreaker. It was great. Wow, I love that. You ever been to Seattle? Yes. How's that? It's like uh, I'm interested. It's like Portland, but a kind but of bigger. Yeah, a little bigger. Big Portland. <laughs> a little rainier. I'm kind of in on that. I want to go up there. Hey, speaking of no bras. Okay. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? <laughs> hmm. Uh, Here's my question. And it, it comes okay. from a, not necessarily that avenue, but more, either of you have tattoos? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't figure. No. Uh, judging by the glasses, I didn't yeah. think so. But, um... I saw. I actually saw it on Barstool and thought, yes, I've just been in that situation. This guy was blogging about how he was sitting on a train, looking at someone's tattoo, stared a little too long, and then the the person caught him staring, and she got all fussy and left and made a big deal about it. With tattoos, aren't they kind of there to be seen? And specifically, I just recently dropped my kid off at a friend's house. The kid's mom had a lot of tattoos, um, one of them big across her chest. And I, I, I very purposely made an effort to look at her in the eyes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cannot look there. Right. And so then I, I went back home and my wife says, so what's, what are they like? We'd never met these people before. You know, I don't know. The mom had a lot of tattoos. Oh, were they cool? I have no idea. I couldn't tell you what they were because I, I feel like I can't look. But huh. aren't they there to look? And then what? If, what if you asked? <laughs> that seems weird, right? That seems less weird can than I, staring. First, first can, I, time, can I look first at your chest? Them, yeah, first time. Can I tough. stare at your sternum? Well, I mean, okay. To your point, it's out there. Uh-huh. You know, like the chest is the front door to the body. <laughs> <laughs> you know what exactly is the doorknob? Especially for women. Uh huh. The chest is the front door to the body. So, like, yeah. It, I mean, I feel like they kind of... No, I don't know. I don't know what they necessarily want in the scenario, but uh, I feel like it's okay to ask. Like, it's one thing if it's on your arm. That's a pretty public space. I feel like that's, like, especially with a woman, you you would need to know that person pretty well and probably yeah. have like your wife there to like right, right. Cut, cut through the awkwardness a little bit. <laughs> but we're talking right. about she, a big... she can ask. Yeah. She can ask. Yeah. That's okay. fine. Yeah. 
So I don't think I can ask. But this is but you're, you're it's a big. Bi, you're a bystander to that conversation. Right. I think. Right. Yeah. yeah. If I happen to be there, then right. I can have the knowledge. Right. Like, how bold is it? I mean, it was it was big across her chest, and and she's wearing a tank oh, top. It's a tough it's one. Very visible. Oh my god! I believe they were words. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's a tough one. I think it's okay. Like, I can stare if it's on her back. She can't see that. Yeah, you probably don't say anything the first time. No. No. Hi, I'm Mark. What's that on your chest? Yeah. No. That's no. That's not good. And you, you probably don't stare either. You just zone in. Mm-hmm. What if What if the person has a tattoo on their face? Well, then you can stare and get away with it. You should I, actually. I have a really hard. Can you, can I, what, what am I looking at right I now? I have a really hard time with that. I don't know. I'm looking at your right cheek. So if you had a tattoo there, so you wouldn't be able to tell no, what fine. I was staring at. I have, I, a, I have a problem with like not with not reacting though. Like I won't react verbally, but like some <laughs> type of like body yeah, yeah. like language tell of like. Oh, I am. Oh, a neck tat, huh? Or like, <laughs> I am really bad. <laughs> and then you're making it a point to not look at. Them. And then you're like. <laughs> <laughs> you're standing straight up. Your posture yeah. gets better. Why the hell is he staring five feet over my head? I have no. It's con- a tattoo, okay? <laughs> no control over what my face does. I've been told this many times. Yeah, my face just reacts to whatever. And this is something else I wanted to talk about. It it continues. Where did the Where did the no bras come in? Oh from? yeah, um, that's another thing that's very visible. And yeah, no kidding. Yeah, right. The chest is the front door to the body. Exactly. I see everybody's front door. So when you choose to go out there without a bra and you know, yay feminism, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. But you sound like you're all for it. I, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Um, I'm not supposed to look though. But there were lots of nipples on display through shirts on on that 72 degree day in Portland. And it's supposed to be normal. It's supposed to be normal. But I come from Lincoln, Nebraska. <laughs> I mean, you're definitely not going to ask about that. No, I'm not saying I should. <laughs> but like you said, I'm not even supposed to notice. If given the option, you ask probably about the tattoo rather <laughs> yeah. than no bra. Yeah. Like your front door. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you're going to look, you it's got to be strategic. You know? Mm-hmm. you got to be really careful. That's the pro- like, But I just said, I have no control over what my face does. <laughs> so, it, so I'm picturing... <laughs> You're walking by someone and their front door comes and you know, it's wide open and then you're like you know, you're making a you're making a facial expression. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, basically. So yeah. you you can't control yourself. Which is bad not only because that person sees, but my wife then also sees and it's just this whole the bad situation. Is she okay with that? You because, know, like, I'll, I'll say she's never said anything, and I'm sure there have been times where I've been very obvious about, you know, looking twice, you know, or something like that. Like, whoa, doing a little double take on someone. She has never said a word. I think she gets it. I think she gets it. The wives are going to notice. Yeah. They do. Yeah. I feel like it's fine. Most of the time, when I walk in that scenario, mm-hmm. 
and I'm walking with my girlfriend, uh-huh. and there is a front door <laughs> that is visible. Um, she's like, oh my, she's like, oh my god, like she'll bring it up first, yeah, which yeah. is great. She breaks the ice, yeah, yeah. that, yeah, that's true. You, yeah, you need, that's you need nice. her there. That's nice. What I do is I then make a point to stare at everybody, no matter what. So then I just have a staring <laughs> problem, like, and. and that makes it better, right? It's a different issue, but it's a more acceptable one. I guess, but the people... Oh, the, yeah, it sucks for everybody else. Well, the people with tattoos or no bras on are like, hey, you're staring at me because I have tattoos and no bras on. It's hard to explain <laughs> to that person. Like, no, I just stare at everybody. I'm equal opportunity. Like, is that, is that the... That would be your that would be your explanation. I'm less, less concerned about them and more concerned about what my wife is thinking oh so if my wife just thinks i stare at everybody i think that's better which you do which i do i make a point too interesting i do this tough one i do this thing too where after i have a conversation with somebody especially if it's a short conversation with somebody i don't know i kind of replay that conversation in my head like i do this all the time with waiters where they'll come up and say, how's your meal? And I'll say, it's fine. And then they walk away. And then I just replay that interaction in my head. And my lips mouth the words that just happened. Oh, I know. It's weird. I w- we just went to um, the the city's 4th of July party. The Uncle Sam Jam out at Oak Lake. Yeah. And they had all these food trucks. And I was ordering tacos at a food truck. And talked to the lady there. And then she goes off to make the tacos. And I'm just standing there. Apparently, just talking to myself <laughs> silently, but just talking to myself. You're, and my so wife, you're weird. My wife comes up and says, "You look really crazy right now. Stop it." I said, "What am I doing? Your mouth is moving. Stop it." Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, that's I'm, awkward. I'm weird. That, uh, apparently, so that's super awkward. You, you don't do anything like that. Like no, you, you strike me as someone where you have an interaction with someone and then you forget that it happened. Yeah, you you completely move on. Mm-hmm. What? No, I'm just kidding. Like, yeah. It, okay, so here's the question. You are better off in one sense because you're remembering what's happening. You maybe remember the person's name. You remember what your order. I It's a little more aware of the situation. Here's yeah. the downside to you. You look like an idiot. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's I true. don't look like an idiot at all. I look normal, but I forget everything. <laughs> So which one's better? Uh, that's a great question. I, th- I I feel like I could keep my good qualities and lose the looking like an idiot part, and that would be ideal. Well, I mean, it's taken it's, a long time. Yeah, it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Where do you fall on the spectrum, Michael? Oh, I, uh, I, I'm i a replayer. Yeah. Uh, of, uh, but you're not you, mouthing you, you, it. Your, your glasses I, make me think you're an overanalyzer. Yeah, so. I, I, uh, <laughs> that and I... I so, so the glasses thing so far, it's it's been Game of Thrones watcher. <laughs> you thought that I did or did not have tattoos? Uh, did, did not. Did, did not. not. No, okay. definitely not. Uh, Surprising. Yeah, the the Pearl Jam back tat. Nobody <laughs> nobody expects that. Um, I, I I replay the conversation. I think usually um, in a conversation, I, I will uh, stew over it a little bit mm-hmm. more than I probably should. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't lip. Uh, yeah, I, so I didn't. Mouth, I didn't know I did either until. And it turns out you don't have to huh. in order to remember it. Weird. 
I, I I do the George Costanza like two hours later where I'm like beating myself up for what I should have said. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's kind of the jerk store thing. Like that that was that was the line. <laughs> See, jerk I, I jerk even, store. It's not even things like that for me. It's the completely mundane, everyday interactions. Like ordering I'm, tacos. Yeah, like ordering tacos. Like saying yeah, the meal tastes good. Thank you. Just stupid things like that. I've never that, once, I've never thought twice about that exact scenario. Right. But I've. Those are the only ones. I've definitely had times where I was like, oh, that was a stupid thing to say. <laughs> so, like, super important conversations, do you do the same thing? Or is it just like. Mundane I, well, I don't stuff? think so, but there's never anybody around that will tell me gotcha. in that situation. Because it's, it's, it's only when the conversation is all done and that person's not in front of me anymore. And then I'm just left in my own head. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, weird guy, I guess. Yeah, but I hold a sandwich the right way, so it's fine. <laughs> nope. That's not true either. Do we have anything else to talk about? Are we done? I don't want to be done. We've only been going for like an hour and a half. This is perfect. This is the perfect length. No, I listened to Dane and Doug and Freshes, and they went for twice this long. Bill Simmons is a professional podcaster. He does like a million podcasts, and those rewatchable podcasts are like an hour long, and it's perfect. Okay, I do have a couple more things written down that are, I think, relevant to things we've been talking about. One of them is I just read that American white women have the largest breasts in the world, and I just want to take a moment. I don't to... buy it. <laughs> Why? No, I just is it just I'd because Americans take. are fatter? Is is that all that comes down to? This study, oh my God. they they tested lots of people, but it was all ages twenty eight to thirty, a very small range of of women, and and what they found was that Americans have rounder breasts than the rest of the world, and that gives them more breast tissue as a result. And I thought that's weird. Why would that be? It's not like America's been around that long. That has to be to just have evolutionary reasons for that to be. How big of a sample size are we talking? I need the scientific. Well, you know. let me let me do the Googling thing. Oh, God. I don't really care that much. You asked the question. I just don't think. USA. That <laughs> can't be right. Well, I it could be right. I don't really. It doesn't matter. Okay, so I saw this at Seventeen magazine where I frequent, and it's got a picture of Nicki Minaj on the cover. Nice. Um, I don't think I could pick Nicki Minaj out of a lineup. Really? What? No. Whoa. Researchers. Really? Like I that that's I should be able to do that. I should. Sh well, now I'm gonna. I'm hoping this is her. But I show you this picture, and it's. You don't I, know. I mean, it's an appropriate image for the article. <laughs> It's topical. <laughs> she does, you know, she kind of looks like Cardi B. Well, that that was actually the other person I was thinking, like, I hope this is Nikki and not Cardi. Yeah. Because I've already said it's Nikki. And you would know. I, like, you, without a without any shadow of a doubt, you would know. Yeah. I do. They, I like pop culture. So what? You like Cardi B. I like Cardi B. Yeah. I absolutely do. Researchers measured the volume of breast tissue in 11,682 women ages 28 through 30 11, from 108 different countries. So I don't know how many in each country, 
But yeah, I was going to say 11,000 from each if, country. If you, That's impressive. No, 11,000 total from 108 countries. If it's an equal number from each country, you're looking at like 100 people per country. But So, so what is the utility of this study? Agreed. Yeah. What is- <laughs> you know, 17 didn't answer that question. <laughs> uh, if you want the top five, you've got U.S. Caucasian, Canada, U.S. Non-Caucasian, Ireland, and Poland. And then way down at the bottom, the Solomon Islands, Samoa, Bangladesh, Malaysia, and the Philippines. Oh. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, but gotcha. uh, if you look at this bar graph here, it's by a wide margin. And I really think it just... All it's saying is that Americans are fatter than everybody else. And, okay. and see, Canadians, see, evidently. And Canadians. That that doesn't always mean that. You know what That's I mean? That's true. That's true. You're not wrong. I've seen large women that don't hold up their end of the bargain on the front door. That's all I'm going to say. Shocking. I don't want to talk about this. I didn't figure you did. <laughs> I thought you might be uncomfortable with this one. That's kind of why I went for it. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, hey, any takes about do it? Do you know that Utah won't serve out a beer that's higher than 4% ABV in a restaurant out of a tap? What? They won't serve draft beer higher than 4% ABV at a restaurant. In Utah. That's why you never fly through Salt Lake City. Don't do it. If you can help it. I went to a brewery, well, a brew pub in in Utah, and four is very low. It's very low. I don't know if I could find something sub four here in Lincoln. Anything? Bud Light Lime? I don't think it's sub four. Bud Light? Didn't they used to make like three two beer back in like the 70s? And they still, like, I think Kansas actually. That's all they can sell in the grocery stores. Still, you have to go to the actual liquor store to get real beer. Yeah, but you can. You can go to the liquor store and get real beer. And in a restaurant, they'll sell you real beer. That's now there is a loophole; they can give you bottles of good beer in Utah, but not on not on draft. And I don't know why there's a difference. Hmm. Weird state. Weird state. That's it. That's all I have to say. Okay. I think we should end. Wait, you, you, I, we don't have to end it if you guys don't want to. Well, there's more beer to drink. but We could do whatever. What, what is that one? What, this what, is, what do you uh, have over there? This is Boulevard Pale Ale. Yeah. It was just in the fridge. Bruns, is it okay quality right now? It is. It has been in the fridge for... It looks a little beat up. Like it's made some moves. It uh, was previously in the cooler. Ah, that uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. So... Oh, but it has stayed the same temperature relatively okay. okay, over a long period of time. But, yeah. Okay, I'll finish this then. Okay. Mm. Was there anything that... I have an idea. Okay. That I'd like you to weigh in on. I want to know what you think about vigilanteism. Like Batman? Like Batman. Dog the Bounty Hunter? That kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah, just in general. People taking it upon themselves to uh, make the world a better place. I feel like this is a setup for something. 
it's not I have a specific example in mind. But um there's this guy in I want to say New Jersey who rides a bike around town wearing basically a Batman suit. Not, you know, don't doesn't have the trademark rights to that, but think the the dark hockey armor basically. And um he he pulls cars over that are doing illegal things and just kind of gives them warnings and tells them to stop and he's his own little traffic vigilante. But just in general. So wait, how a guy in a Batman costume. <laughs> he's no, no he's, cape. There's no cape. He's Let's driving. Go. Nope, he's on a bike. He's on a bike. Uh huh. Is pulling cars over uh-huh. in New Jersey. Yes. And why why are they stopping? Yeah. I, I never really got answered. Um because the guy's saying, pull over. So if a guy is behind you and you're in a car, you're driving a car, and there's a guy who's behind you on a bike and he's in a wearing Batman. a Batman yeah. suit and he's yelling at you to pull over, are you doing it? Because I'm doing the opposite. I was just saying, knowing what you know about New York slash New Jersey, right. are you pulling over there? No, I'm out. I'm I'm driving away. He seems like he this was... This vigilante will never catch me. <laughs> He he. Not, on top of that, he he gets people who are illegally parked and things like that. He, and, he, and gets he, wait, 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 gets ooh, them. Police. What do you mean gets <laughs> them? What does he, he do? He talks to them and tells them, "If I see you doing this again, I will call the police." Oh my god, the police don't care. <laughs> so it's he's a narc. He's a narc. He's a snitch. He, he's a traffic narc. This guy specifically is an asshole. <laughs> He's making I, the world a better place. I'm not out on vigilanteism, but this is just not cool. It's not cool. Why? What's does he have? Does he have a name? Like Ooh, a, he does. He, he, yeah, hang on, let me find it. He does. Yeah, I want to hear a superhero name. Yeah, we'll find it. Let me. Should the, we take guesses? Yeah, the, please the, do. The double parking please dark do. night. Yeah. <laughs> double parking dark night. Ooh. Uh, hmm. Does it end in man? I don't think so. I don't think so. Damn, that sucks. It's like super citizen. <laughs> Something like that. God, where where did I find this? Right, I don't really care that much. Anymore. I know. <laughs> I know. This guy sucks. Yeah, I don't like that vigilante. Like, here's what I... Here's a question. Okay. If you guys get a parking ticket, (laughs) what do you do? (laughs) Tell me the process. What happens when you get a parking ticket? You and I have very different methods of how we handle that. I grab it from under my windshield wiper. Uh I go and I sit down in my driver's seat and I pay it. On my phone immediately. Are you implying that I don't? Uh, I'm fairly certain that you do not do that. How, how many outstanding ones do you have right now? In Lincoln? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah please specify. Maybe a couple. Omaha is probably, we're probably getting full. You yeah. know? We're probably to the point where it's like, all right. Because it was, it was in high school. So I went to a downtown high school and like we had to basically just find parking Really? For ourselves, yeah. Um, and sometimes, you know, if you're running late, you got to park in front of the fire hydrant or you got to park really close to the stop sign. And 
that ended up happening a couple times. And I'm just like, okay, what are you going to do? Give me a parking ticket. Like, have you ever gotten the boot? Never gotten the I, boot. I fear the boot. I fear the boot. Uh, I I believe on my next parking ticket at the university. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, the boot's coming. You get three or four, I think. Yeah, I think I've used. I think I've used two. Okay, so I'm getting close. Ooh, he calls himself the masked maniac. Oh, yeah, not a good superhero name either. The uh the coworker from the day job, he got the boot at the university. Oh yeah, he loved getting the boots. Yeah, that that's uh, we're talking about we're talking about Gaskins, right? Uh, Schaefer got got the boot. Oh, your coworker from, from my the day, day job. job. Yeah. We've had oh, a, he got the boot. He got the boot uh, in, in the in the parking lot at the stadium. Yikes! Went after practice. Yep, I we, think it's three. I'm getting close. We had multiple former day job <laughs> coworkers who, ironically, while on remote at the same downtown rail yard location that serves bad beer, uh, <laughs> get booted. So neither of them like to pay their tickets either. Guys, I don't understand. It's nine bucks. I think it, is that what it is. More on at on campus. Yeah, they're like thirty now. Yeah. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. Jeez. Well, how do you avoid it? You walk. Yeah. Or you follow the law and not park in that <laughs> parking I mean, lot. That's an option. Ugh. Yeah. I have like I have a handwritten note. There's that, a couple people who have the stickers. Yeah. Who? Really? How do I get on the stickers? Well, I'm because sure it's, you pay it's money. only the big wigs in the media. Who have the stickers? I didn't have a sticker for the long time, and then I got the sticker. I can tell you how to get the sticker. Okay, I need yeah, I need the info. But the uh, is, is it not just I pay the money and I get the sticker? It. I don't feel like it should it, cost money. It's not. Oh, it's a free sticker. Oh, um, but there's it, a hoop. Yeah, there's a hoop. Okay. Um, that took a while to figure out what the hoop was, and then I started jumping through it, and life's been a lot better since. So, mm, wow, I have questions. Yeah, but. Uh, but yeah, the uh, I have I have a handwritten note that I I have very official looking handwritten note that I slide in the dashboard whenever I park illegally, and that seems to have served me well. That's what, what I, I did. I, this entire spring, I put my baseball like parking lot pass up yeah. there, and then something that like said my name on it and said media next to it, <laughs> like just basically as many things. As I could find that identified me and that I was in the media as possible, and I shoved it on the dashboard. My 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 note says, yeah. and it ends. Please do not ticket. <laughs> <laughs> and every time I've used the note, I have have not. Uh, I think it's I think it's the use of please with, that, that has served me well. But with no explanation. No, it's like working media. Okay. Please do not ticket. Okay. Please. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Please again. <laughs> Please. Thank you. Please, God. I'm going to start trying. Just, I don't have the whole working media thing working for me, but I'll. I'll you, you could try it. I'll throw up a please don't ticket me. You could try it. I don't, don't want to get a don't ticket. Don't be egregious with your use of working media because you're just going to dilute mine. Well, the only time I, I ever go on campus is to drop my kid off for gymnastics classes, mm. which I don't think I can get away with working media there. <laughs> Never know. Mabel Lee Hall. So, I do feel like in order to put that note up there, you have to be clear of all outstanding tickets. Yeah, that's. I think I have like one, maybe two. Yeah, that's that's a, that's, I a know. that's a ballsy note then. But my car's so crappy that like I feel like if they booted it, I would seriously just be like, eh, 
<laughs> just leave it. <laughs> I'm going to get my golf clubs out and just walk <laughs> away from it. <laughs> I think I'm done with this one now. Do I pay the $150 yeah. fine or nah? Let's go ahead and tow it to the yard for me. Just take the tire off. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Could, do you think you could do that? Well, you can't get to like the point of the tire where you need to take right, the tire Right, cover off. that part up. Damn. They know what they're doing you there. Just put they and close that loophole. Hey, speaking of park and go, I was down in the hay market, and I, you know that that lot that's back behind Ivana Cone? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that part, yeah. They don't have meters anymore. They have a pay station that is in effect Monday through Sunday, 8 a.m. to 2 a.m. So you can park for free no. after 2 a.m. You, well, yeah. you have to pay all the you time. You have to pay all the time. And I think that sucks. Well, you Mc- could be Lincoln's like me. Lincoln's a big city now. You have to... I guess. You could just not pay. Yeah. <laughs> There's always that option. I, I do always wonder with those pay stations, because one Portland had those everywhere. Yep. You park on the... This was just regular street parking, but you park on the street, and then you find a pay station, and you pay. But the way it works is you put in your license plate number, and then what they say is that license plate is good. And I'm really curious, do they really check that? No. Is there is there an officer with a list of license plates coming down the street? No, like, okay, it's a that huge one, check. It's a huge that scam. One, check. No. They don't care. It's a whole lot more work than just is this parking meter blinking? Right. I mean, I'm telling you, you feel a lot better if you just don't pay. Also, and you and you and then so you get a ticket once every how many times downtown? Never. I'm gonna tell you, it's never happened to me. Never. Maybe, maybe, maybe once. I thought you said. Oh, never mind. I'm talking about with the city, like yeah. the campus. It happens constantly. The only time I've well, that's not true. I was gonna say the only time it's ever happened to me was game day when I park for the day job. Yeah. Which has happened a number of times. The only time I've ever gotten parking tickets, by the way, is day job. Because I park down there for a remote for, for some reason. And I think, mm. I really don't want to pay while I'm working. And then you park illegally. Which is basically what you guys do on campus. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I just park and I call it good. And I sit there for four hours. And I think, I'll either pay $9 worth of plugging this meter. Or I'll pay $9 to pay the ticket. That's trade off. Yeah. Or there, of course, is the option of not getting a ticket, which is possible. Right. But eventually that might turn into a $150 boot removal fee. No, if you if you stack them up. If you stack them up. Well, you have to factor in the sense of exhilaration and excitement when you get That's back true. to the car and That's there's true. nothing on the windshield. Yes! Yeah. That was me all spring practice this year because I, I was on the verge. Yeah. Like, I took a chance a couple times, and I knowingly, like, it was super crazy because there was the morning practices – and I would have to come straight here and do the show, which starts at 11 o'clock, mm-hmm. day job. So if I had the boot, I'm fucked. <laughs> if I had the boot, I'm missing the show, or I'm missing yeah. the first part of the show yeah. at least. So I took big risks a couple times. But here you are. Yeah. Unbooted. I did get a new car. That was a huge relief. Part of the Ooh. reason why I got a new car is so that I can <laughs> restart on my parking. I was just you get new plates. To, You're in the free, in, yep. in, in the clear Wait, there. Yep. Do you get new plates? I got new plates. Yeah. They don't do that anymore. Really? You don't get new plates anymore. I just got a new car, and they said, "Okay, take the plates off your old car." 
throw them on this car. We transferred it. Nice. No, not nice. There's no reset. Yeah, there's no reset. Also, but it's a different it's, car. It's nice to get something new. Uh yeah, it was this with yeah, the plates. This thing. long time ago. I mean, it was it was the olden days, January of 2017. Mm, yeah. Mm. Back when you reset. Those were the days. Yep. Those were. The, I think a Coke cost you a nickel. Mm-hmm. Well, guys. Dream drawn before my phone dies. Yeah. I've, I've been having some dreams, but I haven't written any of them down. There's, there you go. Dream <laughs> well, thanks for that. I'm glad you care about this uh, podcast. Uh, I have two written down. I'll and give you the one from last night. I can I can recite it right off the top of my head. There was a tornado. Ooh. But it kind of came out of nowhere. It was crazy. Went inside my grandparents' house. That was a Wizard of Oz reference. And then it kind of ended. There, But there was definitely a tornado. Not sure what happened. I woke up. I'm glad you were able to recite that for us. You're welcome. Go ahead. Mine says, one I don't remember at all. I was surprised to see it there because I don't remember writing it. It says, freshmen can't go commando. That's true. I don't mm-hmm. know what that means. <laughs> Factually accurate. <laughs> uh, the second one says, impromptu show choir, and I remember that one. Was that you need more descriptions. Well, I remember this one. It's fine. Usually we don't go four weeks between doing these, so I remember. Um, it was a version of show choir where they just give you a song and say go, and then the director of the choir is like live directing every dance move that you do in in real time, hmm. and it was exhausting, and I woke up very sweaty. Wow. Yeah. A lot of your dreams have to do with show choir? No. No, they don't. Thanks for asking. Just wondering. <laughs> I was in show choir, but no, I don't dream about it often. Brunce, you've been dreaming? Uh, I have. I don't have anything written down. I, I didn't come prepared like I did last time, so that's my fault. You don't remember any? No, nothing. You dream about show choir a lot? Uh, That'd be a hell of a dream. <laughs> <laughs> it would be inaccurate, though. Yeah. I, I could tell from the glasses. The glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Not in show choir. Glasses. <laughs> let's rate the beers. Let's rate the beers. Yes. Okay, let's start with... Uh, the first one, which is White Elms, uh, Still Life Lager, which grew on me. Yeah. Mm. I will say, mm-hmm. as we get closer to the end, I will give it. But let's go. How about seven flat? Okay. Okay. Wasn't wasn't thoroughly impressed. If I, if I would have rated it off the first sip, it would have been lower, much lower. So seven five is average. You're calling this a below average beer? Yeah, wow. I am. Uh, Michael, I'd say seven three. I mean, it was it was a fine beer. I, I really like what White Elm does. Me Probably too. one of my favorite breweries in Lincoln. Um, but I, it's fine. It didn't uh, didn't knock the socks off. I I like it. I and I think a lot of it has to do with expectations. I don't expect a lot from a lager. This one had a lot more flavor than I expected it to have the first time I cracked it. Um, and I, I'm i getting to a point where I can just kind of appreciate a nice drinkable beer, I think. that That's my version of I don't like beer anymore. Is I just, I just want to drink beer. I'm at the point where I just want to drink the beer. Yeah, just give me beer and I will drink it. Okay. And this is a very good... Are you overrating beers then? No, I'm not. 
Um, cause I liked our other beers too. And they are, neither of them were that beer. Uh, is this your number one on the night? No. Okay. But I enjoyed it a lot. It was a good beer night. Preview. A, this is, this is my number three on the night. I, yeah. That makes sense. It might be mine. Uh, we'll see. Uh, seven, nine, by the way, seven, nine. That's high. It, it was high. I, I enjoy, That's high praise. I, so much, so much of my beer ratings are off of whether, how, how they did versus my expectation for the beer. Which is a completely unfair way to rate a beer, okay. but that's the way I work, and it it exceeded my expectations. So seven nine, number two. Uh, so seven five is like we've kind of established baseline. that as just that's that's a beer I would drink again, and there's it's not good, it's not bad, it it just nothing crazy, nothing yeah. outstanding. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, number two, Omni Gangs, Queen of the Seven Kingdoms from Cooperstown, Game of Thrones, six point four percent. Got it at Moran's today. In a crowler, um, thought it was pretty enjoyable. Um, let's go. It's hard to remember qualities of this that I like. We need to write these down. So I'm trying to go back into the can right now and sniff it, which is bad. <laughs> what are you smelling? Oh yeah, that's what it was. Okay, yeah, it's sour. Um, like they describe is, it. Is there almost like a? Too much, or like you could really taste the wheat. Can you taste wheat? Ooh, you think so, huh? Yeah. It was a. They describe it as a sour blonde. Yeah. And which isn't something I think I've come across before. A sour blonde. It's interesting. Um, it, it, it throws it for a loop a little bit. I think I said that it reminds me a little more of almost a, a farmhouse saison sort mm -hmm. of sort of funkiness to it. Um, some sort of Belgian quality, really. Um. And I, I really do. I compare it to the the saison from White Elm. With it, it wasn't an overwhelming sour. It wasn't an overwhelming tart. It's just kind of there. But there are other flavors too, and I appreciated that. Seven point four. I was gonna say like eight three. Whoa, he liked yeah. it. I liked that a lot. He liked it. Is, I, it, uh, is it because of the whole Cooperstown baseball connection? Uh, well, I, I or is it the Game of Thrones connection? Obviously, the the Game of Thrones. <laughs> I think was a big one for me. Um. <laughs> Big Game of Thrones. As, as you can probably tell from my glasses, yeah. I really like the I like the funk too. So, um, I I I, I would drink that again. Multiple, I was good. multiple I, times. I would drink it again too. I think it was good. It it was really good. And, and the the only complaint I have is that you can probably get White Home stays on for cheaper and get a very similar drinking experience. Yeah. So this was ten. Ten dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can get a Crowler or a White Elm for cheaper than that. Come on. I don't know. Seven, eight. Smack dab in the middle. Just slightly lower than the other one. Okay. Uh, Central Standards Ping Pong Yard Games uh, out of Wichita, 4.8%. Oh, I thought you were giving it a rating. 4.8%. <laughs> the ABV level. I hated it. 4.8%. <laughs> Uh no, I mean, even a couple days later, still dug it a lot, like really good. You're giving me a weird look right now because I feel like you no, didn't I'm, enjoy it that no, much. Don't look at my face; I can't control it. I was trying to remember my thoughts and and really gather what I was thinking. Yeah, and it's it's totally different, and it's not like a, it's not really it, like I wouldn't even call it a beer <laughs> right it's, yeah. it's just kind of a lot to deal with but I liked it I enjoyed it and I'm going to give it like an 
I really, I, I really liked it. Best one you had today? Yep, far and away, actually. I'd say I, I like it. it it's easy drinking. Mm-hmm. It's it's good for when you could definitely pound it. Hot as hell. Um, it's a little orange juicy. I I like a goza, but it was a bit uh, Tropicana ish. Oh yeah. Um, I say probably seven eight. Seven eight. I, I think solid. I think the Omen Gong was probably the best one I had. Okay. I is it Omagong? Um, I Omagong. 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 I kept on calling it Omagang. Sorry. You threw an extra N in there too. You went Omna. Omna Gang. Sorry. <laughs> Omagang. I like. I know. I've yeah, never been to Cooperstown. Yeah. Well, I have. You're uh, the New Yorker. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, I've had plenty of Omagang in my life. So, like I said, it reminds me a lot of the mimosa gozas that they do here in Boiler. It's to me just a slight step down from that. Is a little. Not quite as pulpy as those. Nope. Um, not quite. Uh, maybe a little saltier than those, which both things are probably true to the Goza style a little better. But as in, in terms of my drinking enjoyment, I just I like the boiler ones better. That said, very good beer. Um, I, I think it's a little. It's it's a bit of a shame that it was our last one, only because it got a little warm. I uh, liked it a little colder. Probably eight flat. Okay, eight oh. So but, you guys are proud of me. That, that's a, that's it, a it, was, it was a good one. It was yeah. a good get. That's a good get. That's a, that's a brewery worth checking out too. That's a fun agree. Fun location. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You that, showed me a picture. They've got this whole. This is the one with the like back backyard looking area, right? No, or no. That was I was a place called Norton's. Oh, okay, um, which was also pretty cool. N- not nearly as good a beer as Central Standard. Mm. Um, which is a much smaller place, like a garage. You don't have the huge garage yeah. door, and then you know they have a food truck sitting out front. So we went there nice. on Friday night, and they had uh, can't remember what kind of food truck they had there. Didn't get it, but then the next day there was a different food truck sitting there, and it was like different kinds of egg rolls. They put like different stuff in egg rolls, so cool. it was super cool. It was a good place, and uh, they had some good brews. We didn't talk. I, I was gonna bring this up. We didn't talk about Cosmic Eye. And, and their oh. issues that they're having currently. But I think eventually they'll probably open. It's in flux. It's in flux. Should we talk about that in 42? Or should we? Well, hopefully they're still in flux in a week. Yeah. And we, we can talk about it then. <laughs> All right, cool. Okay. Good stuff. Brunts, thanks for stopping by. Hey, thanks for having me again. Rest we'll, in peace. We'll never Thank see you. you again. Yes, it's been uh, good knowing you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Best of luck to you. Thanks. And to the missus. Yes. All right. Um, check us out in the whatever and all the places, and goodbye. <laughs> Is that good?